Welcome back to In Deliberate Discussions. Um, hey I'm Jackson Murphy, hosting with... I mean, third episode, so you, hopefully you know who we are. But um, we watch the other two if you don't. You know, yeah. we just got our Spotify wrapped, you know? We see who the statistics, right? Yeah, what are 14 whole people rapper? listen to us more than any other podcast. So That's impressive, man. want to yeah. thank our dedicated listeners, um, who all are sure people. listen to more than 10 minutes. Yeah, all, all um, 14 of you, man. Yeah, all 14. Uh, 14? I thought it was four. Just, oh hey, <laughs> that's, that's that's an increase of. I'm gonna be real. Pleasant surprise. That's a increase that's from a three to four. 20, 50, whatever yeah. percent increase. So that's I like, don't even know if I'm one of those fourteen. Right? <laughs> well, be real. I, I definitely think, am. I mean, I don't think I am. I'm actually not one of the fourteen. Really, I probably should be. I'm probably pretty close. But. It was this podcast was the only one that showed up on my personal listening Spotify. Rate, oh, so oh. I listened yeah. to a writing podcast by Brandon Sanderson. And I, I don't like to write. I don't know why I listen. <laughs> like, you I like hate it as writing. white noise. I hate writing so yeah. much. Well, but, like, it's so interesting to me. Oh, a lot of times I'll throw on a podcast while I'm working out or, or something. Oh, or just, yeah. like, doing chores. <laughs> when it's, like, music, when you need something just a little bit more entertaining than music. Yeah, I get Sometimes I'll throw on a little Joe Rogan. Maybe yeah. maybe Jocko Willink if I'm feeling oh, motivated. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what did y'all Spotify raps look like? Oh, mine is weird as always. Dude, the way that they, like... Like edit it or like the the format of it is disgusting. While people were busy with NFTs, you were busy with yes, I wanted to break my phone. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about like NFTs and cryptos because it's a very it's an interesting market. Yeah, one sec though, I'm gonna introduce. Uh, I mean, Shivan, he was on the last one, but I just want to make it known that he is now a permanent contributor on the podcast. Permanent. So he hated me in the last one. Too bad. Well. It's all right. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Jackson, what were you saying? F- F- NFTs and crypto? I just, I think it's a really interesting thing because it's like they've kind of created value out of nothing. what is technically nothing. Like, yeah. it's like a, because it's, I mean, technically it's like, oh, the cryptocurrencies, they're currencies. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but do you know of any currency that is traded as a stock by a large group of people? Yeah. Like, I think it's I just, really interesting. Is it wrong to assume that NFTs are somewhat like the art industry? Where yeah, no, they people, are. Like, they're like they're, baseball cards. Yeah. They're, like ba- they're basically baseball cards, and that makes sense, but even but still... They're still, like, resembled... Like, mm-hmm. isn't it... Like, an NFT is equate to, like, a Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's interesting. Like, you can't really make, like... Or trade... Like, I don't see people trading, like, art pieces. Like, oh, here's, like, this uh, Michelangelo painting... Now give me uh, Da Vinci's. Oh, okay. well, have you ever heard of like, have you ever heard of like, I mean, in terms of like value where there's no value, there was like a, like a, I think he was an impressionist. He was some kind of artist, but he basically, he duct taped a banana to a wall oh, and it sold for like yeah. $20 million. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not kidding. Wait. It sold for, I know it's, I think it sold for over $10 million, wait, wait, wait. like, it's like, no, like all, 18 or 20. I know and this about. is the funny part. They had to periodically replace the banana and the duct tape because the banana would rot and the duct tape would lose its stickiness. It's so not it wasn't the even the original piece. That's actually crazy. I didn't know that part of that. Yeah. Would y'all would y'all ever consider buying an NFT? Okay. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't care that there's no real value there. Like it, people how, are making value. How is it sustainable? I have a cousin though? who's basically buying a house with NFT money. Here's here's the concept that right. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Aside from people who are using them to buy and sell, or like a stock, who is buying them? Who are the like? Is it just yeah, super are there people rich who are people buying them are just buying? to have it? Rather you than make money? Tesla had like um, Tesla had a, a serious position in Bitcoin for a while. If you remember that when they did their big sell off, yeah. Like I think the company had a had a relatively large position, which is kind of weird in itself. But the the thing is, is so like I think a lot of people are banking on a few things. Um, because oh. some of them have um, they have potential to expand. So Ethereum, so a lot of them have their own individual purpose. So, okay, um, Bitcoin was just Bitcoin. There's nothing really bigger going on there. Ethereum is supposed to act like a financial suite. And I think one of the things they're hoping to do is almost to bring like more financial, like almost like planning resources. Like, almost like it seems like I'm not, I'm not sure it's explicitly stated or, or, or if I dug deep enough on this. But almost like loans and stuff, like financial services that in places where banks aren't super prevalent or, or to people who can't really oh, dang, access it. Um, there's another one called Poly, which is specifically like designed to like, I think it's designed to bridge cryptocurrencies together. 
because it's, it's blockchain is like compatible with everything. Like the real There's blockchain. something called Chainlink, and Ch I can't remember what's cool. Chainlink is my favorite, or I think in terms of its use, because like I, th I think they're hoping to use it to like pay fines where it's like, oh yeah, because Chainlink can be linked. <laughs> Chainlink can be linked to outside factors. Like you could like measure the water quality coming out of a factory or something. And like when they, when the particles per million increases over a certain amount, that company automatically gets fined in chain link currency. Whoa, activity is just gonna cool. increase. If like if cryptocurrency is gonna be like that, like fraudulent, like dude, it's just gonna be a whole different like way we like view the world at that certain point, like due to like crypto trading. Mm -hmm. Speaking of a whole different way that we view the world, Caleb brought up the metaverse earlier. The metaverse is interesting. The metaverse is oof, freaks me out. I don't ah. like it. You wait. Explain it first. Okay, so Facebook is rebranding their company with the name Meta. Yeah. And have you ever heard of Ready Player One? Yes. So like, it's, a lot like that. it's yeah. pretty much they're making a Ready Player One style world. Like you enter this world in virtual reality, and you like socialize and do work and like, pretty much do everything within this virtual world, and Facebook is like leading the charge though a lot of other big tech companies have a lot of money invested in that and it's like this theory of the creation of a virtual world that is replacing the physical world like purposely i've i've heard of this but i think it's just going to be short-lived i think it's like it's pushing too forward like we're going too fast i don't think it's possible to have like this ready player one dystopian future I, I don't know about that. I think, are you kind of saying that it's almost like they're going to push too fast for the customer to catch yeah. on? Like, if people are going to be like, they're going to get there and they're not going to be, what do we do for like a better term, they're not going to be conditioned enough to really have enough yeah. time there to stay. But then again, yeah. there are going to be people who They'll want. make it in time. The kids, the kids who, if you, I, I would never let a child near that. Yeah. Because you could like, you could yeah. program them. If Mark Zuckerberg like, had children, he would not let his children near there. Have you ever seen that video of Mark Zuckerberg? Or it's like an excerpt of a video already, where like people pointed out that there's like a shelf in the. It's supposed to be in his house, and there's a shelf in the background, and there's literally like one of the areas of the shelf just has a bottle of barbecue sauce on. It. <laughs> <laughs> and the caption is like, "Hmm, what would a, what's a thing that real humans would put on a shelf? <laughs> yes, barbecue sauce. Uh, right next to the, right in the shelf, right next to his like communist manifesto." It's like the exploitation. So I really would have some weird stuff. I honestly, I would a, love to look around. I'm not. I'm I not wonder if billionaires theorist. own like the manifesto. But I'm sure some of them do. I would own that. Okay, I have That's heard that Mark Zuckerberg is actually a very like very minimalist guy in that he has a, like a lot of houses and stuff, but his houses literally just have like a bed and a, like Honestly, the bare necessities in them. That doesn't surprise that. me at all. I think there's like an interview where he literally like says like Yeah, I'd happily just have a room with just a mattress and actually and a bottle of barbecue sauce yeah it's interesting you see a lot of the richest guys in the world kind of do that you know elon or not we'll get to him but like um he's definitely he, bill, he lives life excessively. yeah well, bill gates is like um bill gates is um you know he he has the, the whatever the giving pledge or whatever it is where it's basically he's he and a bunch of other billionaires have literally pledged to give away half of their net worth Oh yeah, Warren Bill Buffett Gates, too, like, right? Yeah, Warren Buffett too. And Warren Buffett has lived a very quiet life. Yeah. Like he he's owned the same he house for like forty years. You never hear anything about Warren. Buffett. Actually, he's, what I heard recently about Warren Buffett that I didn't know before is apparently he is trying to give as much money of or as much of his money away as he can. But mm -hmm. the fact that he has so much money means that as much money as he gives away, it's just going to catch up to him because of the interest that he's mm -hmm. earning on his money. Mm -hmm. So. Well, the other thing is like you know it's Imagine. so. Elon Musk yeah. sold all he's, his stock and he sold all his properties. You got dudes like I mean, also I think um a lot of those dudes. There's some weird stuff about Mark Zuckerberg where he just like doesn't really he doesn't want attachments to like anything. Hmm. Like honestly, I'm not much one for conspiracy theories, but I genuinely doubt if he's like a normal person. I don't I I don't want to say like normal. He's definitely not normal, but like there's a part of me that almost thinks like. There's no way this is a real human. Yeah. Like, I, like sometimes I feel like he must be an like AI. Jesse? Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to be one of those dudes like, oh, Mark Zuckerberg's a robot. But some of the things he does just don't That's make exactly sense. Like, he sounded like Trump. Are you saying Trump saying this? No. 
No. You guys think uh, Mark Zuckerberg is like the the portrayal of Jesse Eisenberg in Social Network? I was just like just say like that. this guy who's like computing and he can't process emotional feelings. Honest, no, he, he probably, I can see it. I, th- I think he's definitely got some barriers in there. He's, he's, he's I, one of the, I think he's one of those dudes with an IQ of like one hundred and seventy, and and people just don't make sense to him. Yeah. Okay, but in the movie, uh, the Social Network, Eisenberg like portraying Zuckerberg definitely does have feelings in the sense mm-hmm. of like. He, what does he do? He tries to get into the final. He's finals childish. Club. It's yeah, more yeah. Premature, like immature sort of thing. It's like he holds grudges. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like he tries to get into this prestigious finals club at Harvard, um, and when his friend Eduardo, that's his name, right? Yeah. Gets okay. in, gets in over him. Um, oh yeah. He like doesn't hold him against, or doesn't like explicitly hold it against him at the time, but like twenty years later, not twenty years. It's like a few years later. Um, he like cuts him out of the company basically and it's found out that the reason he does Edward. that is because um he didn't get into the finals club and Edward he was Edward so petty did. yeah poor Eduardo um, yeah honestly like I feel like they dramatized it a little bit I'm sure they did for, they for did like the movie. sake of the story maybe even still I feel like he's probably like I feel like he's just gotta be like a really cold dude like I doubt there's you think he's like Patrick Bateman I don't I feel like he's um Almost maybe like, not so, almost sociopathic. Not in like the like oh he's an axe murderer, but he's just like people yeah, are kind of I like a people are just not that. I don't think useful he processes like pe- other like social situations like normally. Like if you like watch interviews of him, it's. It, 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 where he said when I was a human. Just a guy memeing. Like he's just like he fit, <laughs> no, no, like, no, that would be so hilarious. <laughs> like yeah, he's no, just playing be, this out on purpose. If he like for all his like public interaction, he made it seem like he's not human. And he just kind of was playing a prank on the entire internet. And everybody's just calling him like lizard man, robot. And, like, at the end, he's just like, no, I was a fully functioning person. Just I just kind of fooled all of you. <laughs> Which, honestly... Do it. Mad props. I would I applaud mean, him, yeah. I would. I mean, I mean, he, he would also sometimes. have a very large portion of history books with that performance. Yeah, yeah. but, like, sometimes... It's like, it's, and that's the thing. is like, the things he says is, like, there's, not, there's something very wrong here where he's playing all of us. You know? Yeah. Like, like when are. I was a human, he's just leaning right into it. <laughs> That actually brings up a good point. You talked about how he would have a like uh, a large portion of history books in the future. Um, that makes me think. Do do you think like meme culture and what kids do on the internet these like these days is gonna be forever remembered in a large portion of history? I can totally history? see it. Like, I could see it, but I could also see everything falling apart before those history books could. Be oh, made. I guess so. <laughs> I think. I, I don't know. Like, history will become... Because we're literally recording every waking moment of our lives. Like, with their... Like, because it's so interesting. Like, we barely... Like, the most important thing is, is like, people keeping these, like, records. And, like, we depend on those people, who, like, in the 1600s who just, like, documented literally every moment, right? But now, like, everybody does that on, like, a regular basis. Like, every human. Like, it's, it would be too much. It would be too much, like, to keep track. What do you think, out, like, we are documenting everything, so what if, assuming meme culture made history books, what memes are making you guys' history book? Like, what, what meme needs to be in the history oh, book? Oh, the Immortal Snail for me. The Immortal Snail's oh, a winner for love me. love the Immortal Snail. Shaq has pretty to new, just yeah. be on it. Shaq, yeah. Shrek. Oh, Shrek? Shrek. Shrek. Shrek is also a winner. Yeah. Shrek is also... Well, I, I do feel like, I mean, if you think about it, right, we're reading history books now, and we don't really read that much from what I can tell about the evolution of entertainment like it'll definitely show up in like in arts and like art history and, and drama history courses like that like you'll definitely see a lot of things about Vine and YouTube and memes but I don't I don't think like we don't read about Charlie Chaplin in history books you know unless Char- meme culture like intertwines with that right where like political campaigns well, and that sort of thing might, they might yeah. be like Trump, Trump, little like Trump memes. anecdotes yeah. Trump memes yeah. when Trump's in history books when That's Trump memes point. become a large like, Trump, probably. or like when, when everybody was like World War 3 is starting in meme culture will that become oh, like God. when people <laughs> teach about that or hear about that are the memes gonna become like 
a central way it's talked about because it's yeah. a big part of it. Well, I, I could also see them sort of like the word meme getting omitted. Like it would be like, oh, President, I can't remember what he did when he um didn't he like airstrike like fifty three or something like. I almost want to say they were like sites of interest or something. I can't even remember if they were military uh, things. I think keeping but, it as broad as possible, there was an airstrike and some people died. Yeah, and, and then he's like, um, you know, among among um, international fears of of increased conflict between the U.S. and I, Iran, um, many teen, teens took to the internet making funny videos about what they would be like going to war. <laughs> and I feel like that could be what the history book says, you know? Yeah. But it'd be like a little side tangent, you know? Yeah. The other I, thing is, like, will history books be, like, video? Like, all video? That's a good point. The whole thing is just, Although, like, I think YouTube probably thing. not. I it's think like, some, yeah. some traditionality will be. And they could do that now. Like, in history classes, or what's so important about, like, the Vietnam War was that it was the first, like, war that was, like, documented. Where, like, people were recording it while the war was happening. American-wise. Like, yeah, yeah, like, it was televised, right? Yeah. And I think, like... Do what's next? Like with the whole like idea of like metaverse, we could like physically feel like that sort of thing. I mean, also like you think about like the Vietnam War was televised. Compare that to how televised a modern day war. Would oh, be. oh, you would it's literally nothing. Like, like you would, it would be like somebody like uh, well, like, like, like journalists getting strike. beheaded. Like uh, you've almost hit the limit. It makes the Vietnam level of televisation look like somebody yeah. just wrote down a few words. It would be and like but even with the. Um, television of the Vietnam War, like, it's still, I feel like, very heavily documented, even more so than the videos would imply, right? So uh-huh. people still wrote it down, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think because like, of that, almost like, everything that happens, be in books, like, yeah. is in some way recorded. We also know there'd be, like, one rogue group of soldiers or something who would be like, who'd be like, throw a like if you think we should go to Raqqa or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Should we (laughs) re-enlist? Put out a poll. Should we attack this Palestinian village or this Palestinian village? Yeah. And then Jake's music is playing at their Instagram story. (laughs) The sad part is I can totally see it. Just some, like, some teenagers or, like, well, the U.S. flag gym. Some, like, <laughs> our generation in war. I can totally see some people breaking off and just live-streaming everything and, like, have their YouTube following be- decide what they're doing. If oh, I get 5,000 likes, I'll commit treason. <laughs> <laughs> Tax fraud. Shh, shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> so, okay, this kind of reminds me of something. I think I might have mentioned this the other day, Caleb. You did. You I don't care there's about. this um there's a British actor and his name is uh his name is Michael Enright, and he was like he was an actor and he lived in um. He he, he was British and he lived in Los Angeles, and he 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 done some stuff like he I think he'd appeared in like, um he'd appeared in some bigger things like Agents of Shield I think he like had some supporting roles in Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that so he was like, he wasn't like huge but he was like the real deal. Um, he probably had some money and he like just abandoned it to go fight ISIS. <laughs> he like no affiliation. He has no, and, and the, this <laughs> is the thing. He currently, he's like he currently has, um, he's like, what country come from my own? So, um, <laughs> that's so funny. He, okay. I'm going to quote an article cause I had to Google. I read this a long time ago and I'm just remembering it now. His strange sinuous meanderings have taken him on two harrowing tours of battle in Syria as a volunteer with the formerly U.S.-backed Kurdish militia. <laughs> like, this dude is absolutely oh the Wait, real deal. And, and I can't remember why he can't return to the United Kingdom. I think he, um, I think he probably... I can't remember what he did. He can't go back there for some reason. And he's not a U.S. citizen, and his, visa, his work visa, I think, has expired. Um... Or whatever. And so he went and fought ISIS. And now that ISIS is kind of like, they're not like done, done, but they're kind of yeah. done. He, he has ISIS. no country to go back to. He, apparently, he uh, at the time of the article that I'm reading. Neither do the was, Kurds. He was in, um, <laughs> so in 2019, when this article was written, he was just like chilling out in Belize. Because there was nowhere else to go. But this dude was like, he was almost like a mercenary that wasn't being paid. That's crazy. <laughs> I love the idea of this man just like. I'm going to go fight ISIS. And no affiliation just goes there. They get this guy on SNL. He says that. Everybody thinks it's a joke. And then he just does it. Like, it's like, what? I I mean, I would fight with this man. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. It's compelling. We need him on the podcast. No. (laughs) 
Travel Find him, Jack. Trip, trip to Belize? That's our best <laughs> guest. Apparently, actually, he also... Um... Imagine being the Kurdish militia and this guy just... Shows up. <laughs> hey, guys. Whoa, are you this that actor from Britain? This, nah. white, this white guy with a British accent just shows up in the Kurdish militia. <laughs> so it seems like he actually wanted to join the U.S. Army because he, he, was, like a, he was like an American patriot because I, I don't actually know what happened to him in the I mean, UK. he started Agents of Shield. Yeah, have a British accent? No, but so he, and his friends talked him out of it and it was like this huge regret he actually, like, so after the Rwandan genocide, he, like, volunteered in Rwanda. Um, he honestly sounds like a good guy. That's kind of, yeah, no, I think he's kind of crazy. I think, he, yeah, I think he's a bit crazy, but I think he's, he's, he's kind of like John a... Brown. He's John I was about to say that. <laughs> he's John, he's John Brown. Brown. For, for those of our listeners who don't know, John Brown was a um, an anti-slavery, like, <laughs> fanatic. But yes, um... But uh, he was pretty BA, if you will. Um, oh, my bad. Yeah. Dude, I <laughs> curse. Um, oh, dude. But he basically... Um, oh, my gosh. He, he led a massacre against, basically, I think, slave-owning farmers in Kansas. And he yeah. started a huge conflict that later became known as Bleeding Kansas. Yeah. Later, he was captured, I think, subsequently hung or shot, whatever. Yeah, he was um, after leading a raid at Harper's Ferry, which failed, they were trying to seize weapons and, I think, start, like, a slave revolt. Which would have been pretty an- Anti-slavery. Not that. The massacre... Debatable. Yeah. Debatable. He did. He was killing slaves. He did some things that were probably morally not, or ethically. He was. He did some unethical things in pursuit of a moral good. Let's put it that way. He was very good at the they them mindset. There's an interesting thing about John Brown. Or us. His like. So he's like big faith in like Christianity (laughs) and uh, Christian values. He like had this thing where like he and his sons like, they all had to like circumcise themselves. Like oh, themselves. I don't know. Uh, uh, wow. So uncomfortable. Didn't that, do that, that, that'd be a stinger. <laughs> ball shorts. They are spike ball shorts. A little bit of a nail body. Sorry, ADHD moment. Oh, no, no. Every, no, every like all four of us kind of had that moment at the word circumcise themselves. You kind of you just like like you, like, like, you think it's happening <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah. No, but you can you can see everybody doing it just like. I don't know if we want to put that into our listeners' minds, but you guys don't have to got think it now. About <laughs> you have yeah. to know about John Brown's life. Oh yes, you do have to. Yes, know. it's integral to, to be an American. Yeah, it's it's you can't you can't um you can't um foreskin wash history, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> Black. <laughs> you. Yes. <laughs> That's so. Oh gross. my god. <laughs> There's like this old thing. I know this is like a joke. It was something about like like Jewish men right and then there's like a Jewish doctor and he's like this is the needle I use for circumcision oh. <laughs> oh, why are we still talking about circumcision <laughs> oh boy ew alright um moving on um national treasure yeah national oh my gosh oh. national <laughs> you guys need to update me on the actual like plot of national treasure it's like, not a plot I know it's nothing not about story. Like, it's, it's not fictional event. it's it's actually did it actually happen yes. yes no way Yes. Okay. No, it didn't happen, Kill. Oh, but okay. It was, it was fun to kill. <laughs> oh. Okay. Anyway, it was real to me. I, I would have <laughs> no. I would have left this. I would have left this room today, thinking and telling people the national treasure really. Oh, I shouldn't have told them. <laughs> would have been good. But, anyway, national treasure, best story of all time, not just best movie, best story of all Had time. Had the best actor of all time. Yes, I mean, that helps out Nicholas a lot. Nicholas Cage? Um, Better than Leonardo Kruger. DiCaprio in Titanic? <laughs> uh, Justin Bartha, actually. Mm, okay. Um, but, yes, better than Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio? DiCaprio. 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 It's Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Capri Sun. So you actually call it Capri Sun. Oh, actually, no, it could be. There's no way you call it Capri. Because I think that's like, I think Italians, it's like, it's like, um, I think they pronounce it Capri. Wait, wait, pronounce it how you pronounce it. Capri Sun. Okay, thank you. That's okay. You said Capri Sun earlier, and I was really concerned. Capri Nixon. Capri Nixon? Capri Nixon? Watergate? You don't eat the flag? Okay, anyway, National Treasure. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage is playing the lead role. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's he a treasure hunter. Comes from a family of treasure hunters. He's a treasure hunter, descended from treasure hunter, 
descended from a treasure hunter. Actually, okay. and are any of them successful? And all of that was wrapped in turkey. Are any of yeah. them successful, or like they all failed? It was a treasure hunter. Actually, yeah. no. The father was not. Okay, a so father was a treasure hunter for a while, and then he stopped being a treasure hunter. Because because he was bad at yeah. it, or because because he didn't want to anymore. He thought it was okay. Yes. But like, are is his familial line of treasure hunters successful treasure hunters? Okay, or not? no, because they all tra- are are chasing after the same treasure okay, so like that Nicholas Cage is searching after in this movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, this treasure is, like, the treasure of all treasures, um, like, passed down from kingdom to kingdom, whoever has power at the time, through, like, centuries. So, it's, is it, like, a, lo- a lot of treasure or a single treasure? Yes, a lot. Like, a, okay. a room full. Not to spoil it. Isn't that kind of related to the Ark of the Covenant? It yeah, it's related to, like, uh, Ark of the Covenant, Holy Grail, yeah, like, all this stuff. But, anyway, he searches after it, and that's the whole plot of the movie. Um, but it is very, it is very historically accurate. Yeah, it's got a lot of like edifying information, and, like good yeah. acting, good soundtrack. Yes, you, of course, there's good yeah. acting. It's Nicolas Cage. Well, man. there are yeah. other people in the movie. I know. Yeah. Okay, Abigail Chase. I don't remember her actual name. Diane Kruger. Diane Kruger. Uh, she's not the best actress. But, sad. Um, sorry. Sad. sad. Oh, sad. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Um, I don't remember. I was like ten. When but I, that I mean. Movie. She is good in the fact that she complements Nicolas Cage's jarring personality with her own no, no, no. less jarring sidekick? personality. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Boring. that like her one positive trait was that she complimented, like legitimately said nice things oh, no. to Nicolas Cage's character. <laughs> I feel like she's actually pretty mean to him for a while because she's like, isn't she kind of like an, uh, like a, um, a reluctant participant for a while? Well, yeah, because yeah, she worked in the U.S. something. Yeah, where the na- I forgot what it's called. Um, oh, like where the, the dash archives or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and spoiler spoiler alert, um, but everybody knows this about National Treasure. Nicholas Cage steals the Declaration of Independence in the process. To I had no idea. Treasure. It is okay, the one well, of the most coolest high scenes. That? He in the steals movie. the Declaration of steals Independence. Steals the Declaration yes. of Independence. Um, and you know what? He not even a copy. One of one of the Declaration of Independence from the like the store like the gallery. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> where his, like, dad... Uh, this is one of the scenes I vaguely remember. When his dad, like, realizes that he, like... He's trying to get it out, uh, get, like, this coat out of it, out of the back. And so he, like, puts lemon juice on it. He puts it in the oven. And his dad, like, realizes that he has the actual Declaration of Independence, like, I think in their house or maybe actually in the oven or something. He's like, you stole... And he just, like, loses his mind. Yeah. Like, I would scene. lose my mind, too, if the, my child stole the Declaration <laughs> of Independence yeah. Most and people brought like, it to my house. He was like, what do you, what do you got here? Some but kind of animal skin? And he turns <laughs> it over. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. In, in my brain, hearing you guys' description of this movie, I'm drawing a lot of parallels. It's probably just because I've mentioned Leonardo DiCaprison. Yeah. But, like, um, I'm drawing a lot of parallels to Titanic. Because, yeah. like, young, young, famous lead role. I would. Okay, but <laughs> young is uh, reaching. He is not. He's, like, he 40s is in this movie. <laughs> he, he is? The late 30s or 40s. I, I always yeah. assumed, like, the cast of Treasure... National it Treasure. I always just called it Treasure Island. It adds the human um, name. Is, like, 15. He's actually, like, 40? No, yeah, they're all adults. Oh, Sad. Advanced in years. I think the 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 like the sidekick dude is probably in his thirties. Oh yeah, he's definitely a little younger. Yeah. But I will say the role of uh, the role of John Voight as the dad like really brings it home. I feel like um, it's just not talked about enough. You know. I don't know who John Voight is. He's the guy who plays the dad in National Treasure. He's a pretty famous guy. I I feel like I I know the name, but I don't actually like. Not famous. No face comes to mind when you say that. I don't know. My bad, guys. I'm also this is kind of a tangent on me being like generally not knowing Oh, God, things. I know him. Because, like, I, I didn't know the plot of Midnight National Cowboy. Treasure, nor had I ever seen the movie. Have you, Do you guys know what Pink Floyd is? Like, yes. 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 Everybody knows what you, Pink Floyd is. You know what Pink Floyd is. Never heard of it. Thank you. Stop I've it. Ne- I've never heard Stop of Pink it. Floyd Stop it. Another Brick in the Wall? Another Brick in the Wall? Yeah. On the Wall. Or is it... That's, yeah. that's what it is. Another Brick in the Wall, um, Comfortably Numb. Okay. I uh, Wish I, You Were Here. Those are, like, the three big You know, big it's ones. a... They were... I don't know. The Pink Floyd gets too much respect as being called like the first band to create prog rock. I feel like they're not. You know, for, for prog just, rock I've is such a wide term, man. Well, I also feel like that's gonna be 
especially with any art form, it's so rare that you actually see someone who's really started it. Like, yeah. Like, like there's a there's a few bands where you can really say they were like that. Like the Beatles, you can argue that they really they took they took rock and roll and kind of turned it into rock. And not many people are gonna know the difference, but it's like rock is kind of like a whitewashed version of rock and roll because rock and roll is yeah. a little bit well, just like it generally, was it was a little bit more diverse. Yeah. It was more, it had more of a jazz element. Um, jazz created everything. Rock and roll. And yeah. then rock, because like rock and rock and roll are, not many people know this, like not everybody. I feel like uh, not many people in our I, generation there's a parallel, know this. Like there's but, a there is, but there is a difference. Like they're technically different things. Like Elvis is rock and roll, but the Beatles are more rock. Actually, they're well, kind of a transition. Elvis, but, yeah. yeah, Elvis is like in the midway, but like he stole from African-American like, Musicianist. I think like they Chuck Berry is rock and roll. Yeah, Chuck Berry. Rock is Chuck like, Berry's like the he's like the original like yeah. sound of rock and roll. And then there and then definitely a lot of the rock dudes like they were definitely like 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 Tom Petty was a huge Chuck Berry fan and his thing was probably a little more rock and roll. But even still, it kind of didn't get quite all the way back. It's so interesting that like none of them, even the Beatles, didn't have distortion. Like they didn't even like the, that fuzzy sound is not um. It's not distortion. It's, like, some other thing. But, like, it's, like, until it was, like, the 70s or 80s is when they, like, used mm-hmm. distortion on electric guitar. What and time it, period are the Beatles from? Beatles are six, or 60s. Oh. Like, they were around for most of the 60s, yeah. and they I think they like broke 60s. up in the late 60s. Yeah. And they basically vowed to never play together again. Even though I feel like they weren't, like, upset with each other so much as they were, like, it was it's Yoko. time yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> no, no, did you see the thing where Paul McCartney, I can't remember. There's, like, this... Like Paul McCartney like tweeted though. something and it was like it was like one word but basically it was like it confirmed this whole theory that it wasn't Yoko's fault. Oh, it was definitely John. It was definitely John Lennon. I don't like John Lennon. I know. I the feel name like John, John Lennon wanted to be like more like authentic artsy or whatever, and Paul McCartney was probably a more normal dude. He just wanted to make music. Paul McCartney. Yeah, and John. Well, John Lennon and George, uh, George Harrison. Harrison got like super like Hindu. He, and I feel like, yeah. and they I feel like, like, went like the, to I India. Feel like they went to they went to George in, India Harrison and they actually, became like Hindus for a little bit. It, it, it's so wow. interesting. He's, he's I hated interesting this. Dude. What I hated the most about like the Beatles is like they are loved by these like like British people and English people, right? But and and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, let's go to the place that we've colonized. Like, let's go to India. Like one of the most respected like prominent British figures just comes to India and then, like uses our culture to like publish their like. What? <laughs> Downtown Abbey Road? It's very British. Yeah. Actually, I kind of thought, I, th- I kind of like the sitars that they threw in there, and I feel like that's probably part of the influence. I don't know. You ever heard Across the Universe? It's so good in there. I'm kind of Which... glad they appropriated your culture for that one. It sounds <laughs> great. I don't know. I've heard I've um, heard My Universe by Coldplay, the new song. I have heard that song. <laughs> is that is I like good? Coldplay so much. It's pretty good, yeah. Apparently, um... Oh gosh, there was some poll. A friend sent it to me. Apparently, people hate Coldplay though. Seriously? What? No, I got a. How can you hate Coldplay? This, there there might have been. Um, there might have been some like. Uh, there was an article made about Coldplay, right? Where like uh, the main guy. I don't know. I forgot. Chris Martin. Chris Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Martin was like, "We need our shows to like have. Our, we need our fans to be more energized. Like, like I was people like, were write that happy. kind of music. Yeah. I mean, Dude. it's great music, but that's not what it's for. It's not for, like, hype fans, Honestly, know? it's not even... I feel like it might not be great concert music, which is it fine. Is. Yeah. It's not. It's fine. Okay. I mean, that's I, a different I, 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 I disagree I wanna, with that. I, I disagree with that. It would be a different kind of... Con- it wouldn't be, like, jump, like, everybody in the mosh pit. I like, would love to see a live have, performance of Viva La Vida. Well, guess what? I would love Guess that. what? That could guess go what? hard. We're doing that next year, June June 11th, Coldplay concert at, at Mercedes-Benz. You guys want to go with me? I would yes, love to go. Absolutely. Out. That sounds I mean, awesome. Coldplay? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Listen, like he said, even his fans aren't energized. Okay. Well, I, I'm not energized. Maybe he just wants them to be energized and they're just enjoying themselves quietly. I might think differently about wanting to go if I hadn't had such a good review of a Coldplay concert by my friend uh, Bradford Cheebel. <gasps> Bradford? Like... Like oh, the Bradford, Bradford, I know. He has oh. gone. Uh, he is uh, a leader at my church, or he was a resident. He um, has a has a corporate job now, um, but he he still leads a small group at Perimeter. Anyway, um, he went to a Coldplay concert a while ago, and he has like repeatedly told me that it is one of it was or is one of the best experiences of his life. So did they play Viva La Vida? I mean, I'm sure they did. <laughs> I, would, I I mean, I would just love to hear Viva La Vida a lot. I would do any... I, would love to. I don't know how I feel about concerts. 
After I, I just have to name drop it. The Astral World event. Oh, oh yeah. my God! Well, I have to name drop it. A Coldplay concert. <laughs> Coldplay. I know <laughs> their fans are not no, energized. It's not even that. I just, I just want to like say like the, the the whole juxtaposition of Coldplay concert in the Astral World, like yeah. <laughs> very different experience. Actually, no. That's I the thing like... about these like music festivals where you would have like both of them, right? Cause like there's this, yeah, there's this, that's interesting. There's a joke with like uh, Miley Cyrus performing after, or performing before uh, Playboy Cardi, <laughs> and it was like a bunch of like these teenage white girls like, like staying after the event to see like Miley Cyrus, and then after that, uh, <laughs> Playboy Cardi just starts, yeah, and all these people are mosh bidding. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I I struggle to imagine it's a crossover episode. To, to imagine what a Coldplay concert would be like. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what it would look like. I feel like. I feel like it would definitely get very quiet at some points, but not necessarily in a bad way. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Reverence. And then I feel like yeah. good, good word, yeah. Ooh, that's a word. Let's go. Wow, really seeing the Christian influence in your life. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I genuinely have a question. I don't know. I Green like tea has caffeine. Yeah. So, like... Like, are there plants that have caffeine? Like, how yeah. do they... No, yeah, that's it. So you know, chocolate has caffeine naturally. Just yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not a ton, but it's... Chocolate like... is the food of demons. Well, did you know uh, marijuana naturally has marijuana in it? Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> right, what is it called? THC? And since it's all natural, since it's all natural, it naturally has the marijuana. This is kind of like a dumb a dumb scientific fact. But, like, so THC and CBD are what's called isomers... And that means that they are, they have the, the exact same chemical formula. Like it's like C12, H22, O14. That's not actually it. But that, like, that's what it is for both of them. Whatever that is, it's the same. And it's like the difference is just like a double bond or something. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just the only difference is structure. So how does that change like the their entire Oh, it's, yeah. they're very different. They're very, because CB, yeah. I mean, they have similar effects, but they're like, THC is a lot different. Or it's like, it's like, quote, worse than CBD. So, CBD. CBD is pretty, like, widely accepted as being okay. Yeah. And actually use, like, a lot of products, like, they'll use CBD for, like, people put CBD oil on their muscles for, like, recovery purposes. But THC is very legal. Yeah. Hmm? Unless you're you're rather having your body. Uh, Probably CBD. I mean, depending on who you are. I mean, if you want to get high, you want THC. But if you want to be, you know... So they have the same, like, compounds. or whatever, you want CBD. But Um, they're, like, so different. They're very... Yeah, they're... I mean, they have, like, a similar, like... Like, the end goal of the effect is different, but the effects are, like, much stronger in THC. Because I, I, I don't think CA, CBD is technically considered a hallucinogenic, and THC is. That must be so fucked. Okay, like... I'm not getting high, but, like, it would be, like, hallucinogenics and, like, just hallucinating stuff. Does that... That seems so fucked. So, I've actually... Here's the thing. I, I know Pete, this is kind of like a friend of a friend sort of thing. Not even not even my age. This person would be old. Just say you saw her on TV. But yeah, I a saw a friend sent us. Well, it's like it's like something I I know, but not not out of any remotely close personal experience, but just like really just stories I've heard from people who've heard stories. But apparently, I mean, some people like it, sure, but like things like especially like acid, which is like really the prime hallucinogenic it seems. Like the thing is is like it can be a bad experience for people because like you don't really control what you're hallucinating so it can basically oh, turn into a 12 yeah. hour nightmare and you can't get off the trip until it's like it's, run yeah. out of your system and I think some people get like residual effects that can last for like way longer I yeah, thought like Joe Rogan has such a like he has this huge thing about like uh, DMT I don't know or, what that is he always oh it, wait it's, I it's might, similar I might. to acid I think I, he always mentions it and how like these bad trips that they have yeah, and you and you can't stop it. Like it's it would be like just being stuck in a nightmare, and that's like the, I feel like. And then some people it just like they do acid at once, and it just breaks their mind. And so like, yeah, I feel like that's the reason. I mean, like I, I do think that a, 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 a what might be called a good trip could be really cool, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to risk no. it. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't yeah. want to risk it because I've, I've got. I'm really, I'm really counting on the boys upstairs, so uh, I need them. I need them working. Yeah, a good I, trip um, would be sick though. 
Careful. Careful. We're crossing Don't. that territory. Yeah. Just to be clear, Dude. we do not endorse any of this, nor are we going to be taking part of, in any of it yeah, ourselves. Just it, it just could. might be cool. It, no, okay. Don't say we. <laughs> <laughs> we think it could be a very unique experience. However, we have decided that the potential cons vastly outweigh the potential pros. Yes. And you should do that too, kids. Just say no. Yes. Um, I have no. heard of drugs... On, on one podcast that I actually do listen to outside of, or I have listened to in the past, not this year, but it's called, I think, Stuff You Should Know. Mm. Um, they had one episode on this drug called Ayahuasca, or Ayahuasca. So. Oh my god, so, yeah, all that weird stuff. Yeah, some, it's a South American drug, and like you take it once and go through this like meditational uh, revival kind of thing, and um, it's this whole process... A uh, priest hat, or like some South American priest. So it looks like to peyote do. or something. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's like, it sounds similar. It's like from the American West, I think. You know what always interests me is that like animals, right? Like like dog, like all these certain like wild creed like animals, right? They would like go into the wild and they would like they would just they they would eat like something unknowingly. Like, they would be yeah. eating, like, a plant, and they would just be high. Yeah. <laughs> like, just imagine an animal being high. Imagine no, being, not. like, a human encountering, like, one of your, like, an ancient human encountering, like, one of your tribe members who accidentally got high, and you're like, what's wrong with Jimmy? Like, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy gone mad. But you were talking about the, like, LSD people taking it at one time and, like, breaking their mind. I think ayahuasca I think it... is designed to do that. Like, it's oh. designed for you to have... A whole shift also, in thinking and like how the ego like, stripped away from you and stuff. So. Dang, didn't go- the government produce LSD? They, like, well, I think the CIA did some experiments with it in they were like, trying a long to time ago. Because I think some people thought it might have been like truth serum or something, or they could like. I I I think some really weird people, not necessarily the government, but I think some people thought it could give you powers or something. I, and then I, there are also like, like all the rock bands who was. did it to like increase their creativity, which I, honestly, it might have done, but Pink Floyd, at what cost? Yeah. I, I think a lot of those dudes, um, Roger especially, Waters. I think I think in general a lot of those dudes who a lot of the music guys who do drugs. I think it's partly like, um, there's something about it. I think they think that it that it no, maybe yeah. it does maybe it doesn't. But I think they definitely feel that the drug is what like what is like the source from which the music flows. And so I yeah, think a lot of them are afraid like to stop huh. because they would rather run the risk than than run which the risk why of losing a lot their of music. Artists end up dying. ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. When he uh, he talked about like recording testing one of his albums, and he recorded it in London studio, and he was, his like producers and them were all on LSD together, and it was like this like the reason for it was like to push the boundaries of music, and I was just like, did it work? Eh, the album's pretty good, but like I think certain parts of the album I think like. Of course, you were on drugs making this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, this is interesting. I heard there's a story. There's a there's a YouTuber who who does a lot of like theory stuff, and he's like he's into like some of that weird like almost like new wave jazz stuff where it just it's like robot music. But some of it's it's interesting, but I'm techno? I'm not a fan. Um, it's not techno. It's something much different. Um, but anyway, his name is Adam Neely, and he talks about this oh. time he like ate a, like a pot cookie or something. And he basically accidentally got high before he had to go on and play, and apparent and he was like so stressed the whole time because like, because like I mean the the music he plays is like I think it's pretty technically difficult as well because mm-hmm. jazz tends jazz tends to be like it's either easy or it's really hard yeah um, and and so it was kind of like he was just like Sunday. like there are negative experiences too because I feel like like if you're trying to be creative maybe there's some advantage but like you're still impaired. Yeah. Like, like, if you, apparently he was just out there like, please don't make me mess up because I need to do well because this yeah. is how I make no. a living. I would be so stressed. And I wouldn't, I, and there'd also be the part of me that, like, if I feel like I'm doing okay, I'd be like, but what if you just can't tell that you're doing absolutely that, well, that's, dreadful? That's the other thing. And I think, um, and the, the whole point of the video is, is, it's like a, it's not really an allegory, but it's like his, the whole point of the anecdote is that he's just like, guys, trust me, if you want to, if you really want to be successful as a musician, don't do don't do drugs. Because I think it's kind of like you're going to get outside cases. It's like there are, there are bodybuilders that can do steroids and do okay. And they're just kind of like genetically predisposed that they can kind of keep it going for longer. And there are some people where that's going to maybe enhance your creativity. But in the end, it's not it's not a stable option. Yeah. If you're, if you're just trying to make a living. 
Uh, uh, so like in Woodstock, right? There was a guy, you know, Santana, mm-hmm. or like yeah. yeah. He was like on LSD while playing guitar, and I mean, this might have been Jimi Hendrix. No, because there's a video about him talking about being. Oh really? That's uh, Oye Komova guy, right? Yeah. Oh my god. That's Santana. Okay, a little backstory. I love Oye Komova. We were once in a jazz band, Luke, Caleb, and I. Yes. It made it for about two weeks. Yeah, and the only song we attempted to learn was Oye Oye Komova by Carlos Santana. It's a good song. It 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 is a good song. Um, Steven, you ever heard that song? Uh, vaguely. Is it his most popular song? It's up there. Joe Rogan, I think, is uncut, because those things are long. They're like three and a half hours. Oh my, really? Some of them are really long. Oh. Like, they just go, man. Apparently it's, like, intense to be on there, because you know he's going to go for a long time. Yeah. And then, like, every, sometimes you take a bathroom break. I think that's how he gets everybody, like, where he gets, like, new information, mm-hmm. is that people He's will talk from, for so long. Yeah, he, he learns from the people who come and talk to him. Yeah. Because he meets all the... It's, it's, it's pretty He's cool. kind of crazy, though, now. Uh, like, he's... He has a really interesting philosophy of, like, wealth, and so, like, you know a lot of... We, we talked earlier about how, like, a lot of these dudes are super minimalist, or they're giving it all away. Yeah. And he's... And, and I remember hearing this thing, and honestly, I don't know how I felt about it, because it was like... I was like, you know what, sure. Like, I wasn't really hugely for or against it, but he was like... You know, man, it's almost like you you gotta buy the fancy cars because, like, not everybody has the money to do that. Not everybody gets to do that. Huh. And you're the guy who does, so you gotta do it for all the... All, he basically said you have to you do it for all the people... You the poor people. Who, yeah, you have to do it for all the people who don't get to do it. You have to that be the guy. That is so that's interesting. Such an and I don't... And it's, there's something, like, that you could say, like, <laughs> that's kind of elitist. Like, oh, you... Know, what do you mean? Not, that's, that's the same thing. But, I, it's, but that, it's almost like, you know... It's interesting. Yeah, I compare that heavily to when I'm told in sports, um, you gotta do, give it your all and really enjoy what you're doing when playing like baseball because there are people out there who can't, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, isn't that the same thing? I mean, yeah. See, in, in it two seems step, very yes. similar. I mean, yes. yes. Like you're making it more like you're get making you're you're trying to tell yourself like a, I feel like it's just an excuse, you know. Or, like, because, like, it doesn't, you're just, like, trying to live a sort of facade or, like, trying to block it out by having, like, this sort of scenario, right? But, like, you're not really solving the issue. Like, these people are still poor. Like, these oh, people are still struggling. Yeah, it's yeah. different. The well, issue no, is yeah. still existing. You're just trying to, like, build, like, a mental blockage. With yeah. we could ar- you could also argue that, like, by that same token, like, most of these athletes, especially, like, uh, ath- we'll think, like, athletes with platforms, they're not helping, like, solve disability issues either. Oh, I, I mean, like, you know, yeah, they're not, of course. You know, and I think, I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like, I think in terms of wealth, I think really the best thing to do and the, the easiest thing to say is, like, you, you kind of, you, you want to do both. You want to help people. And and, and and you want to help people, but you also, like, have some fun. Enjoy it. Like, if yeah. you work for it. You know, you should yeah. you should enjoy some of the fruits of your labor, but also like, you know, part of that is like part of your being the guy. You know, the thing that you can do that not everybody gets to do is you can establish a charity and really help exactly large groups of people. So you should do all the things that nobody else gets to do. Mm-hmm. You know, easy and hard things that are fun and things that maybe aren't so fun. It's it's why is it that when people come into this world or like people are born and we're told like others will have this and others won't. And I know, like, this is, like, a, such a simple sentiment, sentiment, and it's, like, this, like, this idea of maturity, right? But it's, like, the, uh, <laughs> this is kind of going into Marxist thought, but, like, yeah, like, why is it that, like, some people can't and, like, some people will? Like, hmm. that idea of the, like, like, unfortunate imbalance that we have, and then it's, like, you just have to, like, agree that you're like a microcosm in this world and that you really can't change it so you just have to live with it. Determinism. Well, I think there's I think there's one thing and, and, and this this doesn't justify it on a moral level, but this is kind of maybe it's it's causation. Mm-hmm. Is that like the majority of like doing things is done by like a small number of people or at least the driving force behind a lot of things. Like pretty much like the driving force behind the development of electric cars was pretty much Elon Musk. Like, there were people who worked for him, but, like, they wouldn't be where they were, where they are now without him. And the yeah. same thing goes for space travel. Hmm. And it's, it's... I've heard it discussed in terms of, like, the biblical rule of, like, to, who, who had, to he who has much, more will be given. And it seems like people succeed at one thing, 
and they just keep succeeding. It's like once they once they've succeeded once, they it's like they they kind of unlock the secret and they just keep going. The biblical rule is to he who has much more will be given. Yeah, you ever heard that? And from he who has little, everything the will be par- taken. The parable, it's the, of the, the parable of the three talents or the servants and the talents. It's just you know when the, the master comes the back and he's like and he gives the talents. To the servant, you know, to he who is much more obedient. Okay, anyway. But for he who does not have, even what yeah. he has shall be taken from him. Yeah. For a, so, lost that worthless servant into the place where there is weeping and gnashing you, of and, and then, like, oh in God. a more, like, modern secular context, people call that, people call it the 80-20 rule, which is basically, like, 20% of the population does 80% of the work, makes 80% of the money, has 80% of, like, success. And that's not necessarily morally justified, but it's just, like, it seems to be a trend that exists. And then there's the, the, the compound, this is, I'm going off on a weird tangent because it's something I've heard from like, I can't even remember somebody, Ed like Ed. a podcast, probably some other kind of podcast thing, but it's a really interesting idea. A lot of those doers, they kind of resent the lazy people, you know, the, or the people they see as, see as lazy, you know, or, mm-hmm. or, or less yeah, productive yeah. or whatever. And, and the person who was taught, I can't remember who it was. They took it a step further and said that in early human history, there was probably a larger class of much more lazy people and they were probably killed off out of frustration by the doers. Like, the doers were just, or, or left behind, or just, like natural or just forced yeah. out of society, because, like, the people who did less, like, eventually, like, they were, because it makes sense that there would be people who would do even less than we do now, to an extent. I think, like... And then the, some of them probably just got forced out, or, like, exiled, or even killed by just, because, like, if you think about it, like, there definitely could have yeah. been extra lazy people, and that would increase the frustration by the doers. Yeah. This is, like, this, like, work ethic, right, that we have, like, like, I imagine that, like, because we don't have, like, this societal thing where, like, everybody else from your forefathers telling you work ethic, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, these lazy people. Like, that is an interesting thing, though. They would just kill them, like, out of front. It is a... I don't know what to say. Oh, oh, I can't... It's, it's, it's I, interesting. I, like, it's it's def- it's a real possibility. Yeah. It's not, you know, there's no way... There's not a great way of proving it. I mean, it's it, almost but. like you, you can see the direct causation of, like, somebody, like theoretically didn't start out having everything and they worked and got everything and then they're like well you didn't do anything this seems like, like or, or also or like you... <laughs> well also it could just be as simple as like this guy is not helping us get food i don't want to feed him anymore <laughs> let's get rid of it you know so then you ever think like that like work ethic is like it's almost genetics right like so we kill off these lazy people, and now we have this new line of work, hardworking people, and then they stem out and create more people, and then, like, we have even more hardworking people, so then we single them out, and then that sort of thing. And we're doing that, like, we've progressed to do it in such a large scale with, like, the education system, where it's, like, these people don't have meet, meet this, like, metric, and so then they're, like, singled out to this. Yeah. Like, like, in China and that sort of countries where, like, they just straight up just make it an exam where it's, yeah. like... Where it's, yeah. like, the gal, the gal, yeah, it's, like, one six-hour test and it's everything. Yeah. Another thing... So one thing I've been thinking about with all this, especially, is, like, <laughs> what's going to happen when they start automating everything? Because it's going to be, with like, it, there's going to oh be, like, God. there's going to be, like, one in ten people... One, sorry, one in ten people who want to work who will be it, who 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 the industry who the economy will have a use for because like even you you know you might say oh they can't automate every job but they can probably cut the workforce yeah. in half at every job they can probably have a person who does their own job and runs a computer who does yeah. somebody else's job yeah like cuz like you, you don't you know be like oh they'll always you know people one thing people keep telling me is cuz i i want to be an engineer and sometimes they'll say that people you know people be like oh there's always use for a good engineer and i think about it and i'm like no, I think you could teach a computer how to do this. Like, like you, I think about... They've people taught, do teach computers. They fed computers, like, music. And, and, like, they give them Mozart and, like, Kanye West. And they te- and the computer can compose music. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's like, I original think, music. No, I've, I, I've listened to it. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. I hate um, to say this. And it's, I like, think, I think they can automate everything. We have to allow this. Like, the idea of AI passing humans. Like, we've created, like, the true betterment of ourselves... Like, like there was a discussion or something of, like, Alex Spielman and, like, Joe Rogan. And he had this discussion because Elon Musk is against, like, AI. Because he knows that, like, it will be way better than us. And we have to, like, keep that, like, structure. Well, yeah, Elon Musk is very, like, in his mind, it's just, like, they are better. 
Like the AI yeah, is gonna do it better than a human. Well, okay, but you, but the thing is, is I leave people purposeless, yeah. and that's dangerous. Is betterment of society necessarily always technical technological advancement? Like, is that the standard? I don't. I think so. And that begs a whole like humans. Humans, I got humans like, are aiming creatures. Now. If you if they don't have work to do, um, I have um, this like off topic thought, but it's like. What if there's, like, this, like, other, like, outside of all these, like, plethora of galaxies, like, one of these, like, uh, group of beings, right? They're, like, they have material that is, like, much more advanced. In a sense, like, it's mm-hmm. much more helpful to create certain things. And so, like, they've industrialized themselves way more than we have, but they have little information on making it or that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, we have such, like, watered-down resources... But yet we're like so intelligent enough to like like make shit. That would definitely be It's almost like right? they they I started they started out with time. such capable resources that yeah, they never felt can, the need to. Progress. Well, like right. Yeah, like, oh. I guess like I or, or maybe that, a right? or maybe a planet I'm, that was so comfortable for them that they never like it like it maintained more constant temperature across surface and there weren't like, like pathogens. I I was thinking about this for over a year and like yeah like. Would that not be possible? Well, have you ever thought about... This is another thing that other people talk about. If you think about, like, the probability of Earth existing, there's a very good chance that if there was, like, other life like us out there that was intelligent and, and technologically developed, that it, like, rose and fell already. The and there's also that some... Yes! Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is it is the Assassin's Creed And there's other people who think that, like... <laughs> The other thing is like the fact that we haven't we ha- we haven't seen extraterrestrial life traveling between stars might it's suggest because... that it's impossible. Bro, we literally used like, to be Vizramites. <laughs> but like the like the fact that we haven't seen it already, given that there's so much out there and there's essentially infinite places for it to come from, the fact that we haven't seen it already suggests that there's some kind of barrier to interstellar travel. Like. I mean, like, because people are, like, there are people who theorize about it. Right now, it's, it's impossible for us. But, like, people who, who think, okay, maybe there's a way, you know. You, like, I don't think black hole is going to be, I don't think it's going to be like the movie. I don't think that's going to be it. I mean, theoretically, like, but, I, I'd say probably leading theories in it are, like, the bending of space. Yeah, that, that's the thing is you want to go, you want to go through, like, the pinch, basically. I just hope it's, like, interstellar. <laughs> That'd be the dream. Like, Honestly, my, my kind of hope is that all these billionaires will build their space colonies and leave. And then there will be more space for me. I don't really want to leave but I'm hoping there's some people who are like space colony is for me and we just drop like a billion in that and they just go chill in yeah, space and then there is better more space for everybody down here I think that's that's honestly that's good, what I'm hoping happens what if we I have like a side of contract dude I do <laughs> I so definitely want to do yeah. you want to go to space I mean I, you don't want to go if it's a comfortable possibility yeah I'm never going to be the engineer that's uh, the proponent of it, but I'm, you wanna, you know, if it's you, we've I don't already missed our chance. Like, I would be up for like the little trip. Around we've the missed world. our chance of exploring the old world, right? Like European explorers got that, and we don't. We're living like the in between of that, where we're not like colonizing space, but we've already colonized humans. So, <laughs> it's just like we're in the in between, and that kind of sucks. But I would definitely it's almost do space. like there's nothing new to do. Exactly. In the Board words, of, in the words of Captain Captain Jack Sparrow, the world's not smaller. There's just less in it. God, I love Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh my God, Jack Sparrow. Ah, <laughs> oh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. What a it's a good a good series of movies. Honestly, it's a great yeah. movie. series of movies. And a great soundtrack. Yes. Really yes. Soundtrack is yes. like revolutionary. Like Monsters. Watched soundtrack. the documentary yes. on it for a music class once, and people talk about how they were all impressed because they basically said that Hans Zimmer used the orchestra like a guitar, which yeah, is which is so yeah. which is which is, oh such, a, which is such an it accurate did. way of summing it up, and it's. Hans Zimmer is my personal favorite composer, especially most of them will say that oh, most of the com- the actual mu- movie score composers will say that oh John Williams is king, but honestly, no. I'm gonna tell you something, guys. He stole everything from Holst. All right. Uh, uh, okay. All of the Star Wars movie is just Holst. I'll just say this. Right? Yeah. Um, if we're talking about it's composing music yeah. and especially Lots like soundtracks, mm-hmm. uh, Italian music takes over that. Italian music, Italian like movie composing is so much better. I've never heard it. Is oh my it's god! Nice. You have I, to listen. Okay, so I made a whole playlist. Something about, about sh- yeah, something about Shivan. Uh, I think we talked about this in the last episode, but 
He's the music guy. Like, I don't know anybody. 26 likes on my playlist. I don't know anybody who knows more about international music and just music in general. Hey, y'all know that much about international music. In a few months, I have, like, I guess, random tickets to this cool event. Everybody's dropping tickets to me. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's like, I I don't know, like, I I really don't even know if I want to go. Go. But it's like, it's like this thing of, you're watching a Hans Zimmer movie. Like, Mm -hmm. like, no, no, but like, like something he composed. And so like, uh, I'd be watching Star Wars, but like the soundtrack is fully done live. And you're just there. Oh and, my ooh, I would god! Okay, I would love, love to do. I would love to do that. I would be either oh watching. I'd love to hear yeah, the planets right? in person. God, I think I'm either watching Star. Like it'd either be Star Wars or there was one other. Is option. this like the Atlanta Philharmonic? Or? I, I think it's. I have no idea Dude. where it is. Or, or Dude, like, this is interesting. I, I my mom just like do this. pitched yes. it to me, and I'm like, that sounds sick. Caleb, I don't know if, if you can if you can swing me a yeah, ticket. Yeah, get there. I, will, I, I might be able to swing you all some tickets. That could be our first ever Instagram post. <laughs> that could be our first. Frank, we need you know, to make an Frank Instagram Zappa, account. Right? The Honestly, I might do that like tonight. You okay. should. Yeah, I'll follow it. I'll send you guys exactly. the login. And stuff. I'll, I'll like I'll, we can. That's what we'll do. Maybe we'll, we'll make post it a shared account. We can all like post. Oh, we can also put on the story before like we post episodes. Yeah, like Just, Sarah like, Lynn does. She has design. the Sipping Honest Tea account, right? The Sipping Honest Tea podcast is my favorite thing. Okay, there's an episode about periods. <sighs> Who is Another this? Thing to count. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Lynn. Oh, you're great above us, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I swear this is like a movie reference. Oh, no. heard of Sarah Lim in a movie. Sarah Lim. If you're watching the oh. Sarah Lim. Oh, Korean. What's up? <laughs> I love your podcast. Yeah, shout out to Sipping Honest Tea. Um, you know, if you want to throw us a shout out next time you hey, make man. an episode, Sipping go for it. Tea. I don't know what your viewership looks like, but I'm sure it's great. We're sure it's better than ours. Definitely better than ours. <laughs> We're yeah. coming for you, though. We're coming, We're coming for you. We are the future. Did you have 14 people? Some people that shall remain anonymous have actually called us the next Joe Rogan. So, you know. (laughs) Joe, that was Joe Rogan. I don't want to name any names. But but Joe Rogan said it. Might have been Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny whether or not it was Joe Rogan who said it. Joe Rogan would have faith in us. I think he would believe in us. He would just tell us not to get vaccinated. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, there's a huge thing where it's like. Like, smart people aren't interested in, like, power positions. Like, they only think, like, weak-minded individuals are the ones seeking power and that sort of thing. I, and I, I do well, think people yeah. think that. In a lot of uh, utopian, dystopian, mostly dystopian, I don't know of any utopian books, actually. But um, in the dystopian <laughs> books that I've utopia, read... Utopia, isn't there? Sorry. I'm sure it's a dystopia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a theoretical utopia. Okay. I guess, like... Uh, it's, by, it's by Dante. Oh, is it? Oh, that's probably a YouTube. Oh, anyway, and uh, like for example, Divergent, um, <laughs> they give power to the people who don't want it, right? That's mm-hmm. that's their goal, and mm-hmm. by doing that, they eliminate the personal bias mm-hmm. that comes with people who seek it because they are seeking it for a personal reason usually. Yeah, and it's actually and that's a the thing is like theme and there's some. Theme. I think also like generally speaking, people who like especially like chase like power and prestige and like just quotation marks glory. I think I think a lot of people find that there's something disingenuous about that, because mm. like because like I feel like it's considered it's it's kind of like bad form, and so they have to like they have to mask a little bit and be like I you know I have these aspirations to lead people or whatever, but you kind of know what they're about, you know. Well, it's a, it's a like a really common theme in American and European literature and culture that like the best leaders are those who have it thrust upon them rather than those who seek it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True, FDR and like crazy. these sort of things. Yeah. There was like, a president we talked about. Well, like Abe Lincoln and FDR. But like George the two Washington people. also. I don't think he like. Oh yeah. I mean, the way he George limited, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially like, the way he limited himself as a like. I heard. I feel like I heard something where he wasn't sure he wanted to be president or whatever. But it, but regardless of that, like, just the way he he's one of the few few people. I mean, it's one of the few times where a government or a governing official like very decisively chose to limit their power. Yeah. No, but even like Prime taking example. out like yeah. real yeah. world examples, there's like Luke Skywalker, Harry Potter, Frodo, like Frodo from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Bilbo. Bilbo from, from yeah. it's like they Jackson Murphy from in it, deliberate like, discussion. It, it's like <laughs> the idea is super widely like cuz it's like this idea that like I have this power. I'm too. I don't want the power because I can see all the negative effects of it. And because you have like this undivided, 
like you you weigh both benefits and negatives of it you like have a better understanding it than a person who just mm-hmm. only seeks to manipulate it for their own benefit well also have you ever thought about like who in their right mind would want to be president of the united states right like you you just have to you can kiss your normal life goodbye or, like you can never forever. go anywhere yeah. alone ever again until you're like until you're old enough that it's just kind of sad to see you anywhere. <laughs> like, you can't do... And maybe even then... Well, a lot of people point, say it's just a welcome, you know, it's, it's welcome respite. But, yeah. you know, like, you can't do anything ever again. It's like, why would you want that? Like, why would any... I, honestly, like, why would you want to be famous? Yeah, there are even, like... I, uh, I'm a part of this, like, student leadership thing for Johns Creek. And, um... FCA? No, it's oh. uh, it's called SLJC. Oh, yeah. oh but, um, I was that on uh, student leadership Johns Creek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, we went to yeah, we went to this government. I think it, I don't exactly remember what it was, what government building it was, but it was in downtown Atlanta, and the district attorney came in, and even the district attorney had like bodyguards with her at all times. So it's like well, that's because there are people like well, yeah, she I, I understand, but. Even like a position such as that, that's so much lower than the president I mean, is going to have. I actually, I have, I have a lot of respect for prosecutors because of that. Because like you really put yourself, yeah, you put yourself at risk for something that is probably good. Because honestly, sad truth of the justice system is that most of them are guilty. Um, Robert, you F. put Kennedy. yourself at risk for people. Uh, you know, you're effectively you're 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 hurting or fighting dangerous people. And, mm-hmm. and, and some of them, especially, Dude, this is they'll just want to like get the you. Batman movie. It's, oh my god! Yeah, it right, is. right. It's just like all Batman because he's he's the hero that Gotham needs because he's a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Who's oh, not I was scared. About, like, no. he's not scared. He's, he's a prosecutor mm-hmm. who's not scared of those who would hurt him because he's prosecuting. Yeah. You see, I haven't seen the movie, but now I want to. Oh, it's no! No, no, it's, it's phenomenal. The trilogy. Yeah. Or it's just, the, it's just the best the thing that DC one. will ever make. Oh my god! <laughs> Let me put it this way, Luke. It's the best thing that DC will ever make. Yeah, Probably because it it's will not never the same be studio. replicated. Is it not? It's not the same studio. Is it DC why. though? Yeah, I mean, Batman's DC. It's but, like, just it's a Christopher Nolan. It was almost like they sold it to Sony. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Over break, we are gonna have a movie. Yeah, what we, we're National, Treasure. National Treasure, National Treasure, Batman, Batman whatever else. Yeah, full trilogy. Sorry, Percy Jackson probably. Oh my god, <laughs> Percy Jackson. Jackson. What pain that movie caused as a child. Yeah. Oh, did we talk about that outside of the podcast? Maybe. Yeah, we did. We might have. Anyway, were we y'all, the Percy Jackson movie suck. Remember it. Ah. Um, Speaking of boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. Next episode, Next episode we'll have boarding schools. Boarding schools. Uh, no. He's going to Macaulay. No. <laughs> you guys we should make you. Yeah, but um, I think that's where we're gonna, we're, where we're going to end it here. We definitely have enough material to go for an hour. Yeah, so, so um, be sure hard. to tune in next time. I think you can expect another episode probably coming out um, sometime This one has December. some scheduling nightmares that were largely my yeah. fault. No, it's all right. It's <laughs> <fault. laughs> all our faults, man. Yeah. Great check um, after great check. Yeah. You know, we're hoping, we're hoping to see some guests of the... Um, Cricket playing persuasion. Yeah. Hey, stay tuned. Stay tuned. And the trumpet and tennis playing. Mm. Perhaps, perhaps. They I thought he was a third-party website. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, also uh, Instagram account. Stay tuned for that. Look out for at in deliberate discussion. We are Instagram. accepting sponsors as a side oh, note. Always. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to give us money to buy a Dude. mic. Um, you know, if we you really love our podcast, my... but are frustrated with the audio quality, feel free to chip in. Um, uh, reach out to the Instagram account once it's um, and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll make it work. Just find us some, P.O. Box one three seven six P.O. Box? Dude, if we get to the point where we have a P.O. Box, I will be satisfied with the, with the podcast. <laughs> I will be satisfied, too. If we can, if we even, like, turn into a Screw YouTube Screw college. Channel. What the... Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Can like you imagine? all of us with any aspirations? Just like actually, we're gonna do a podcast. Can you imagine? And it worked out. I mean, it worked out. It depends on if we just get this like meteoric rise, you know. You know. Okay. Especially after Some this have, episode. You know, yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny who think... they may be or if they may or may not be Joe Rogan. But some people Joe have Rogan. called us the next Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan, but maybe not Joe Rogan, has signed some things about us. Joe Rogan, but like us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, for Joe Rogan. Yeah. Bye, podcast. See ya.